Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Our house is your house. Welcome inside the sports cage on Saskatchewan Sports Radio 620 CKRM. We're giving away tickets to the Briar on the Sports Cage this afternoon. Canada has won how many medals since curling became an Olympic sport in 1998? The answer is not 23. I can tell you that much. If you're on the text line, that is not the right answer. It's not that many. 936-936-6262. We want to send you to see Team Saskatchewan take on Team Alberta Tuesday, March 5th at the Briar. At the Brand Center. Uh, it's Maz McNally. The Sports Cage is brought to you by Nelson Holmes, supplying home packages and RTMs for over 65 years. Luke Mullender joins us. Luke, you're on the spot right away. I'm going to read this first. This is from Rick Westhead from TSN yesterday. A former yep. Toronto Argonauts coach alleges in a new lawsuit she was harassed by quarterback Chad Kelly and after five seasons with the team was fired last month when she spurned the star player's advances. The coach alleges that when she told Argo's assistant GM, John Murphy, that she had confronted Kelly about his behavior, Murphy told her she had opened a can of worms that didn't need to be opened. The coach's allegations haven't been proven. Neither Kelly's nor have the Argos filed a response. When you first saw the story and read that, what's the first thing that goes through your mind? Well, first of all, obviously, the most important thing right away is to to get the facts, right? Um, I'm not sure if there's been a statement that's been released by the Canadian Football League or by the Toronto Argonauts. I actually think it needs to it needs to be the Argos that that, that are making the announcement. But this league and football in general wants to be you know, wants to build their female coaching capacity. We, we want to welcome, football needs to be inclusive for everybody. And that's on us to make the space safe for female coaches, female scouts, female vice presidents, right? Like to be involved in, in the organization. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's really, it's obviously a frustrating revelation. And again, it needs to, the, as, as quick as, the Toronto Argonauts and the Canadian Football League can get to the facts. That's what needs to happen first. And then, obviously, from there, you've got to figure out where it goes um, because, because those, are some really, those are some really heavy, um, heavy assertions. But, again, we want this game to be safe for, for women to become involved in, in all aspects of our game from refing to front office to coaches. So it's on us to make the game a safe space um, for that to happen. Um, I would hope that this becomes obviously a priority. But the other thing, too, about this is 
this isn't like this is you would you would need to to really go into the front office and say you know hey what type of culture are we fostering here um, for this type of thing to even come out right so whether it happened or, or or how it happened the fact that we're talking about it means that something is is switched around in our culture but you know the the other thing too is what can other teams pick up from this and learn from this in order for it to to stop or start and end with this incident at the Toronto Argonauts because I feel like we've got a ton of momentum with females yeah. in the Canadian Football League, yeah. right? And you want to keep that momentum because they, uh, you know, the we get so much out of of having females involved in in the game itself that uh, we really can't stop momentum. So this needs to be, obviously, this needs to be figured out what exactly transpired, and then it needs to be dealt with immediately. But also, you've got to issue a strong statement in support of the females that are looking at the CFL for platforms and for opportunities. They have to know that, hey, listen, this is a league that is going to look out for you. This is a league that's going to allow you to grow, allow you to flourish with the goals and dreams you have within football. Yes. So here's the thing. So Rick Westhead, who is the reporter that broke this story, pretty credible source. All that Hockey Canada stuff that came out with everything that went on in 2018, 2019, and all the the five players that had to turn themselves, that was all Rick Westhead. So it's not like this is an unknown reporter that is loosely going to press with no facts, no, you know, without, he's obviously done his homework. He's a P's and Q's guy. I would agree with you. The Argonauts, who to this point, I haven't seen it, have made no statement at all. That's not a good look. I get, it has to be looked into, but just by them not saying anything is not a good look, especially for any other females that are on staff in Toronto, let alone anybody else yeah. in the league. For all the other females on staff for the Argonauts, you haven't said anything yet. So, what what kind of message are you sending? Well, you just—I mean, you just—you just have to have tact, right? I mean, we're in the day and age where where it, it, the message doesn't have to be complicated. Hey, look, we have we have received this report. And we are looking into it. We value the contributions that, you know, the coach made and that all female coaches and, and, and all females bring to our game. And it's important to us. I mean, that's, it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be some long, complicated, hey, this is what actually happened, right? You just need to know that. It you, just you know, has to be something. something. Yeah, acknowledging yes. the, the fact that this is something that affects the organization. I mean, that's what people want to see. They want to see that, that it's important to, to an organization. And I'm not saying it's not important, but I am saying that, hey, you need to get your comms team on this ASAP. Yeah, people just a little accountability. It'd be like, yeah, we, and, and, right. and like they, a lot of them would be like, and we have no further comment. At this time, and that's all right. Fine, so, right? Um, that's fine. yeah, that I, I and, I, and it is all right. So, one of the things that I had mentioned to McNally earlier, we're a week into free agency. Now, we were pretty ecstatic on day one and day two. Now that a week's gone by and everything's kind of calmed down, in your mind, do we still feel like the Saskatchewan Rough Riders have had an outstanding free agent season? Well. I think that if if you look across the board, I think that the team that had the best free agency period is the Montreal Alouettes. Uh, I think that they have done a fantastic job. I think Danny Machocha, whom, if anybody listened has listened to me over the past few years, I've I've questioned his his capabilities 
a ton of times. He's done a fantastic job. I'll say that, so so to say that the Montreal Alouettes, I think that they did the, but I mean, it's hard to argue with anybody that right underneath the Montreal Alouettes winning free agency, the Saskatchewan Rough Riders are right there. They've, they've added talent. Um, and more importantly, too, you know, it was funny. We have to remember the people that they kept in the locker room, and there's guys that are there that got drafted, that they've had in their system for a year or two, that, that are also going to have huge opportunities. So I think when you step back holistically, I think they had probably one of the best, if not second best offseason out of all the Canadian Football League teams. I also think they've got some really critical pieces that are going to get opportunities to play here in 2024 and, and answer some of those, hey, where are, like, for instance, I, I go back to this all the time. I can't say enough good things about this guy. Shea Patterson's a guy, right, that, that we've, we've focused on a guy like Jay, Jake Dolgala not being around so much and, and Mason Fine coming back into the fold. But they have a guy in Jay, Shea Patterson, too, who's got uh, incredible capability himself. And you're and you have to go back to last year. He had one of the best camps of all the quarterbacks. It's just someone had to sit, right? Someone had to be the odd man out there. So you look at guys like Shea Patterson. Uh, you look at guys who you want to see make the next step like Jackson Ford. You look at young guys who can play anywhere on the field like Jaden Dalkey. And holistically, you got to like the roster. And if we're looking at last year to this year, one of the other things, too, is, is obviously that you have to look at is, is the coaching changes, right? And, and I think that right now the yeah. um, Corey Mace is, is doing a good job galvanizing the province and the fan base. And, again, you just want to keep making steps, building momentum. So right now, obviously, the next thing that they turn to is the draft and, and the global pickups. And, man, I can't wait for training camp. <laughs> it's Luke Mulliner. He He's our color guy. We're the voice of the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, the CFL's leading franchise. We're on the Western Pizza guest hotline. Um, I think you like Shea Patterson, and I know he went to a different school, but I think that's your Michigan bias coming through. Like, I, you know, didn't he, wasn't he part of the team that used to crush your dreams every, was it a couple seasons or at least once or twice yeah, a season? Because he was a Michigan I, I, guy. You're in Michigan State. Like, is there something there? I don't know. You know, I've, I've learned I've learned that uh, that sticking to my allegiance um, as of late hasn't worked out for me, so I, I just ignore it um, <laughs> at certain points in time. Um, and, and with Shea Patterson, I mean, he's a high character guy. He's a hard worker, and, and I and I do think that you know when when you look at the, some of the things that he's done with the opportunity that he's gotten, he's a guy that I think can really add. Um, um, a guy in training camp that is that is going to turn some heads, and I think that the, hopefully he gets that opportunity. I know the team likes him; uh, otherwise, they w- he wouldn't be here. But again, there's all sorts of those guys, right? I mean, you know, you got young guys like Christian oh. Albright, who I talked about the last time I was on here. AJ Allen, you want to see make the next step? There's 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 a few guys here that are going to help this team that they didn't get through free agency. But again, the big win for them was a guy like Ryan Skevier. Like, if you had said, "Hey, Luke, yeah, what's your what's your What's your number one get here in free agency if if you could have any one of these guys? I wouldn't have even mentioned a guy like Skevier because I just didn't think that they'd figure out a way to get him away from Calgary, right? 
Um, so, so the fact that you bring a guy like that in, I mean, now you have all sorts of options. I like the, the, the last couple pickups have been tackles for, to, to strengthen their offensive line on the left side. So, again, it, the, the, more that, the more they build here um, in their depth and, and in the positions that, you know, you want to see grow, like, like I said last time I was on the show, hey, they asked me, um, you know, what's, what's the position that's under the, the uh, microscope? And, and I said left tackle, right? So it looks like they're trying to take steps to, 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 to hone in on that during training camp as well. So, again, you're seeing the right moves made. I will say, though, reminder to everybody, you don't win championships on paper. I think that the West Division is going to be great next year. Um, I think the odd man out, I'll make a prediction early, I think the odd man out is Calgary. I think that you're going to see a playoff battle between Winnipeg, Saskatchewan, BC, and Edmonton. That's my, that's my, I think that Calgary might be the odd man out there. Um, although you can't sleep on them, I know that it didn't work out as head coach uh, for the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, but Dave Dickinson, um, sorry, Craig Dickinson is, is literally the best special teams coach in the yes. Canadian Football League. And the fact that they got him over there with his brother right now as, as an advocate and, and, and as an advisor is a huge win for them. You pair him with Mark Killam, you get those guys in the same room. It's great for special teams. But again, I just I think Edmonton's going to be better, and I, just, I, I really okay. think that someone's got to lose, right? Someone's got to be out, and I think this year it might be Calgary. Well, and I think a lot of people, um, and, and I think to the benefit of the riders, because anybody that's a, a Stamps fan and watches, a lot of people thought that Ryan Sevier last year had a down year, and people were down on him. And so he does go to free agency, and I think the riders may have got a steal, because before that, every other year was outstanding, and he was an outstanding yeah. CFL lineman, and a lot of people that they were blamed say, hey, listen, so... Maybe not necessarily great for him to have a down year going to free agency, but I think as far as we are concerned in Rider Nation, for him having a down year and then uh, Dave, the general manager, going, yeah, maybe we can let him go. That, like you had said, I would agree. Uh, yeah. That could be uh, one of the steals. Uh, well, uh, final uh, um, last question here. We'll get away from football. It's Telemiracle weekend now. Since you've lived right. in Saskatchewan, you must have been exposed to Telemiracle and ring those phones and knock them down. And we've got a new total. Any memories of Telemiracle Pass that you can that does stick out in your mind? It, did you find, first find it was crazy that this province with not a lot of people in it raised millions and millions of dollars one weekend? Usually, it's freezing cold yeah. in about February or March every year. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Um, uh, the the answer to that, I'm surprised. Absolutely not. Uh, Tele Telemiracle is the perfect type of fundraiser for the people of Saskatchewan because it allows the people of Saskatchewan to support each other. Um, and and if it's one thing that I've learned um, living here full time since 2010, being part of the province since 2004, it's it's how much people in Saskatchewan care about their 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 province and the people in their province. So every time Telemiracle rolls around, it, it's fantastic. And and you know, it, as somebody who's who's an executive in a national nonprofit, the, the Canadian Red Cross, I, I know how hard it is on the fundraising side of things for organizations these days, right? Um, the, the economy's different. You know, we're not just 
throwing money around these days. Um, donors uh, have fatigue because of, of the way that the constant ask from every organization, because every organization needs it, right? So uh, anytime you can get something like Telemiracle going and, and, and that you can rely on as a funding avenue and as a revenue piece, it's so critical for the work that that organization is doing. So I'm a huge fan of it, but it doesn't surprise me because it's the people of Saskatchewan. Nobody has their, their, their communities back like the people of Saskatchewan. It's what makes it so easy to, to stay here after you play for the Saskatchewan Rough Riders because you get some opportunities because people genuinely care about each other. It's great to see, and I'm, I'm, I'm happy He's, that it's going again. And, and again, we got to remember, man, some of these, some of these fundraisers, they, they've, they've fallen off as of late, right? They've disappeared. They, they're no longer being run. And, and when that happens, people that need help lose. So it's, it's a positive thing. It's Luke Molander. He is the color voice of the Saskatchewan Rough Riders on the uh, Western Pizza Guest Hotline. Perfect pizza with a generous amount of toppings, plus Greek food like souvlaki, ribs, and salads. The goodness you can't make at home. Call Western Pizza today. All right, we're going to take a break. Uh, Chase the Ace is coming up, as we always do uh, on Fridays or whatever. Uh, we'll be back at 620 CKRM in the Sports Cage.